I'm delighted to say that I am joined by originally the viral cover music on YouTube, going all the way to creating her own empire of original sound and chef. The mesmerizing and captivating singer songwriter Gabrielle Applin. How are you? Hello, I'm good, thanks. I've never been um, described as a chef before. I would, I would say, um, food enthusiast. Yeah, as, as a vegan enthusiast as well, in terms of food, you're considered a chef in my mind. That's a tough industry. Ah, oh, thank you. So, before we get into what's to come, all this talent came from somewhere. And to take us through your humble beginnings, please, and how you went on to be this artist you are today. Oh, that's a big, yeah, big it's a start. huge ask. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I started out when I was much younger. I was putting up my songs on YouTube, some covers. Um, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know if you if you know of this, but we have um, like BBC introducing, um, and that was really, really amazing. I'd uploaded my music to that. And they connected me to radio and stages at festivals and stuff, which was really, really, um, which meant a lot at the time because it allowed me to kind of forge a career, I guess, as opposed to just just being on YouTube. But YouTube and MySpace, like kind of caught the tail end of and just social media, I really utilized because it meant that I was able to um, directly communicate to a fan base. And these people were just coming to listen to my songs and there was a community and mm. uh, and I found that you know that's what's really really wonderful and that community are still kind of with me and listening to my songs now so yeah very grateful for them and I've just been tracking along since basically making yeah. my songs <laughs> a fantastic summary of a wonderful career trucking along is definitely one uh, <laughs> hashtag to use in social media for us but look let's talk about the future that is to come which of course is the reason that we're all excited the new sounds phosphorescent the new album coming out. And uh, I feel like I don't even need to push this because from track one, from the moment you started, you can't stop. Uh, people personally were trying to get my attention here in the uh, office. And uh, I made them work for it uh, before I pulled down my headset because I did not want it to stop. Uh, so 11 tracks, each different, but with the main core being your voice and your writing. I have a thousand questions about this because personally, I think it is one of the albums. It has to be one of the top albums of the year that's coming out. I think it's a fantastic overall sound. The production has so much story to it can you take us through what it was like um god yeah it was it was a really interesting time to make an album and at first i didn't you know no one said oh now would be a good time to make an album um i was in the middle of that kind of third very bleak lockdown over winter and i started writing some songs and because at that point i think I was just kind of trying to get through a pandemic i i wasn't you know and i just released an album before so it wasn't like i had an album to make and I had to just make the best, um, make do with the best I could, you know. So I wrote a lot of songs. They're very isolated and very reflective. And then when it came to deciding that I wanted to record them with Mike Spencer, I wanted to counteract that loneliness. I didn't want it to be a lockdown album as such, just just because I wrote it in that time. Mm. Um, so in the recording, I wanted to counteract that and be the opposite and be very human and feel like coming together. It was the first time I, I'd got the bands back in the room after we got sent home from our tour at the start of the pandemic, you know, so it was really special to capture that. Um, And then even instruments, I wanted everything to have a physical space. I wanted it to feel very um, connected to nature while still having a modernity. That's beautiful. How did you connect it with nature then? Um, Oh, in many ways, you know, I mean, I was up in, in Mike's studio for a whole year. So it was it was amazing to see how the album kind of unfolded with seasons, um, you know, like even seeing like the ducks laying their eggs and the eggs hatching and like 
all of these things. It was just really felt very connected and um, like it was, you know, it was just unfolding how it was naturally meant to be. Um, Mike's studio is run mostly on renewable energy and that wasn't why I chose to work there um, but I just think it was really cool that someone cared so much to do that because you know he doesn't have to and I loved that the songs were made from a natural resource of energy and I thought it'd be really cool to try and get that into every, every aspect so it was there in the songs I wanted it to be there in the visuals so we used like the sun to print the cyanotypes um, which wow. is why they're blue and even down to like the physicals and making sure that I was making them as eco and as, as environmentally friendly as I possibly could within my means. Mm. Um, and, you know, w- what is the the best that you can do within your means is different for every artist. But mm. um, I, you know, I did the best I could within my means. So. Yeah, I think you yeah. did amazing with it, if I'm honest. And how mm. long did this take then? You're saying seasons. So mm, it took a year to record. Right. And then, yeah, and I was writing over lockdown, just kind of collecting up songs. Um, it was a very natural process. And, you know, I felt very respected as an artist. I was just kind of left alone to do my thing and then handed a finished album at the end. I didn't have anyone hounding me or pressuring me, you know, and that was really special. That's living the dream, all right, for sure. I mean, it, someone has to be a trailblazer for doing everything organic and doing everything the first way. And I think if this is the result of going that path, I think this is nearly better than traditional ways, if I'm honest. I think it's fantastic. As you were saying, 11 songs, each one kind of different from each one. How, what is your writing process? Have you a secret? Is there a cheat code that other people can kind of do yeah. it? How do you do it? Um, well, it's different every time. I mean, the way that this album maybe differs from my previous one, I released an album in January, uh, January 2020. And it was very, um, I was all over the place. I'd go and work in a studio with a producer in one country and then go to another country and I was collecting songs all over the place. And I was writing them, but then I had to go and learn how to play them. Um, and I felt like that as a single songwriter, I thought I would be okay with that, but it actually was really quite jarring. Right. So I literally just sit down at an instrument and I'll write and I'll make stuff up as I go along. And then I might have a lyric or something might come. Um, it's very intuitive and I'll just keep going around things until they form. Mm. It's the way, I, the reason I, I wanted to do that this time as well was because I, but even before I'd recorded the songs, they, I was able to play them. I could play my whole album from start to finish just on my own with an instrument because I'd written it that way. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, as as a singer-songwriter, I think that's a really important thing to be able to do. So I, that's something I will carry carry with me in my future projects, you know. For sure. And, and I, I think that's very interesting from an, an industry standpoint because a lot of people don't realise how much travel and work and so many different heads can nearly be on in one project. Uh, so for you you seem to have found what seems to be a preference for you. You seem to like it when it is just more you. You get to do it in your own time. It's your own space. And you get to play it as a musician, whereas like kind of working on parts here and there with so many different people. And so would you kind of recommend that to somebody who's just starting off? Or would you say it's good to try both areas? Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to try everything when you're starting out. That's Mm. the best time to experiment, I think. Um, I think, you know, what works for me might be the worst thing for another artist, you know? Yeah. So I do think when you're starting out, just try everything. Yeah, definitely. And work out, you know, what you enjoy and what works best for you, you know? And as you're, as you're writing, you're saying that you get in with the band, you play keys, you play guitar. Do you mm-hmm. also dabble in other instruments? Like, let's just say if the drummer was doing something, can you kind of communicate like, no, I want it to go ta-ta-ta-ta? You know, how familiar are you around the orchestra of the band? 
Uh, I, I mean, I can explain to them what notes I want them to play. Drums, I do not know the technicalities. <laughs> um, I can do a few shakers. I nice. can, I, you know. Harder than they um, look. As we were saying, phosphorescent, 6th of January, next year. Mark the calendar and the date. It's going to be a huge one. Cannot <laughs> wait. Uh, and Gabrielle, look, thank you so much for being able to take the time to talk to us. It's been yeah. wonderful. You've been fantastic. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Look. Happy Christmas, uh, because Dev probably might be talking to you before then. And (laughs) all the best for the new year and cannot wait for this album to drop because honestly, I feel like once people get their hands in this, they won't want to let it go. For me, it's it's a flag. It's a flagship. It's a runner for me. I think it's a number one album of the year. And it's only going to be the start of the year. (laughs) You're setting such a good bar. But look, thank you so (laughs) much, Gabrielle. And hopefully again, we'll be talking soon. Yeah, thank you.